Glory to Jesus Christ. Y'all way in the back could come a little closer if you want. I'm not going to shout tonight much. Um, we are entering into a uh, particular, uh, particularly uh, symbolic time in the life of the church, and I use that word carefully, but I also need to explain it uh, because we are in a culture uh, that doesn't know what the word symbol means. In fact, it it uh, has a definition of symbol that's the exact opposite of what the fathers meant by it and, and what our Holy Orthodox faith generally means by it. Uh, in our culture, a symbol has come to mean something which stands for something that's not there. Uh, and because it stands for something that's not there, a symbol is kind of a, uh, a symbol of absence rather than presence. Uh, I once... Uh, you'll find this interesting. Uh, when I was in seminary, I was serving in this church, a little Anglican church, and one of the guys there uh, who basically had very few friends uh, turned out he was a Mason. And he invited my wife and I uh, to go attend a Masonic ceremony where he was earning something, some kind of degree or something. And I've never set foot in a Masonic joint before, but I went because I'm just the kind of guy that wanted to be supportive of this poor man. So we went to attend the Masonic ceremony, which is one of the most uh, American symbolic places that uses the, that kind of has ritual, but all of the ritual is purely symbolic in the modern sense, like standing for something that's not there. And in this thing, we're kind of watching this, and it's sort of interesting. And at some point, there was like some music playing, and there was a, uh, a table with a white cloth on it out in the middle of the room with a single light shining down on it. That was very effective. And then a group of girls in white robes kind of came in like angels and knelt in the shape of a, a mason's square in front of it. And it was like, I, I kind of thought of it, it sort of reminded me of a marching band. Uh, marching bands engage in symbolic activities. They go out and form the letter for your school or you know, if it's a really fancy marching band, I saw one that did uh, Michael Jackson's moonwalk. That's really fancy symbolic action. But it is, you know, as I say, it's symbolic in this modern sense. It kind of tries to illustrate something. The word symbol in the Greek, symbolos, means to throw two things together. Bolo meaning to throw, and zoom uh, means together. So to throw two things together, it brings things together. It's a a uniting of two things. The opposite in Greek, the opposite of the word symbol is the word diabolos. Yes, devil. Diabolos, which means to throw them apart. The devil is a divider. But symbol in the church's sense is the uniting of, of two things. Interestingly, in Russian, uh, the Holy Creed, the Nicene Creed, is called the symbol of faith. It doesn't mean it stands for a faith. It means it is a verbal making present that which we believe. It is in words of what we believe. And so it's the uh, symbol value. This is the, the symbol of our faith. Well, when I talk about uh, us entering a particularly symbolic time uh, in the life of the church as we're moving ahead, getting closer to Holy Week, um, 
The, it's worth understanding that my life and your life are actually symbolic. They're real, but they're also symbols. That is, we, we have this reality that we walk around in, but there is also uh, another reality, uh, shall we even say a greater reality, that we participate in. When, for instance, we celebrate uh, the divine mysteries, and the priest stands in the altar, uh, we don't simply think that we're doing something here on earth. We also understand that that which Christ has done and is doing in the heavens is there. It is united to it. It is both at the same time. So when the priest stands at the altar, it is Christ standing at the altar. It is standing at this altar, uh, which is also the heavenly altar, described in the book of Hebrews, which was prefigured in the altar of the ancient temple. But this is what this is. All these things we're doing here, it's like this is, we're, we're walking around in the life of Christ. He is in us and we are in him. Our lives are symbols in that they unite us together with him. So Paul will say things like, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, he says, but Christ lives. Not, but it's not my life, it's Christ's life in me. That is to say, I have a symbolic, a two things thrown together. I have a symbolic existence. A, an existence that is me, Stephen. An existence that is me, Christ. Jesus in me. Jesus in me. Who over, Jesus says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Who is he that is in you? Christ. So my life has this, this symbolic thing. Part of what the church is doing as we enter into Holy Week and doing activities, and in some ways we, we do act them out. We will bring out the cross. We will remember the crucifixion. We will bury Christ. We will weep at his tomb. We will do all of these things. And ultimately, at Pascha, uh, the tomb will be empty and we will shout the resurrection. But we're, we're walking through this because God is walking through this. And as we bury Christ, so we bury ourselves. We have heard uh, in some of the verses we were hearing tonight echoes of what we'll do tomorrow night as we'll rehearse one more time the whole uh, great canon of St. Andrew and read the life of Mary of Egypt. The great canon, uh, he sees all of the Bible figures but sees them in him so that he is Adam and Eve. He is King and Abel. He is uh, King David. He is uh, all of these various figures. He is uh, the prodigal son we heard tonight. He, he is all of these things. But we listen to those things not to say, oh, that's interesting. Andrew of Crete is all those Bible characters. No, he says them because he's speaking for us. I am. You are. You are the prodigal son. You wandered far in a land that is waste. You have come home. The Father has received you. And all of these things are taking place uh, within our heart. Uh, St. Paul said that all of these things are for your sake. Uh, one of the great mistakes of Christianity in the modern world has been an over-historicizing of it. In which... Uh, the whole Christian faith was reduced simply to what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. And if you believe what he did 2,000 years ago, now you're a Christian and now you're free. 
and that just sort of reduces everything. We think that what he did 2,000 years ago, according to the scriptures, he had already done before the foundation of the earth. The scripture says a lamb is slain before the foundation of the earth. That's a great mystery. Uh, you'll get repeated again in, in Revelation, the lamb is slain before the foundation of the earth, and yet he's slain 2,000 years ago. But he's also slain in me. As Paul will say, I am, not I was, I will be, I am crucified with Christ. This is going on in me. Christ is living out and walking out his life in me. Christ is living out his life in you. You will be betrayed. Who's going to betray you? You are. You will be Christ. You will be Judas. You will be Pontius Pilate. You will be soldiers with nails. You will be the good thief. All of these things, all of these voices we will hear in Holy Week, and they will be our voices as we symbolically, what I would say in the strong sense, in that we are completely participating in it, and it is real in us. This is what it means to live a sacramental life, that that life is with us now. It's the true shape of our life. Closing, these things actually reveal who we are. What it means to be human. What does it mean to be human? It means to be created in the image and likeness of God. And who is God? He's made himself known to us in the God-man Christ Jesus. So the image of God, that to live is to live in the image of Jesus Christ. And so he teaches us in these days to walk like him. To take this journey. To walk with him. To suffer with him. To die with him to forgive with him, and at last to be raised with him. For that is his promise to us, that as many of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death, that we may be partakers of his resurrection. So, a little lesson on symbols tonight. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, Glory forever. Father, you go.